All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. I'm going to make some background noise as I settle into where I'm going to record. Um, lot to... Oh, God damn it. Sorry, that's a ding. Let me uh, silence my phone so it stops making noise like that. Someone's texting me. Um, lot to talk about this week. we got so much going on. We are recording on Wednesday, April 17th. Uh, this will post on uh, the next... the soonest coming Monday, so if anything exciting happens over the weekend and we don't talk about it, that's why. I always like to point out when we are recording uh, with respect to when this will post. Um, one quick thing before we get into all the news, Jake, uh, I, I, do we ever really, I think we shit on millennials on here sometimes, do we? Sometimes. Younger generations. I, I want to take a moment to say that I have hope for the future when it comes to younger generations. Um I, I know that I am guilty of shitting on them, like, uh, punk kids, because I'm old, and that's what you do when you get old. You shit on the the, the, the kids. Um, I did an after prom on Saturday. Um, you ever done one of those? After prom? Okay, so if... if this sounds like something that's only legal in Alabama. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, if you've never uh, heard of one, listeners, if you're not familiar, what happens is... When there is a prom, um, I don't know when this started. I don't, I don't remember it when I was a kid in high school. But what they do is they open the school up at about 10 p.m. after the prom, and then they lock the doors at 10.30, and they provide prizes and games and activities for the kids to do until 4 a.m. or 5 a.m., and it just gives them a safe place to be without drugs and alcohol. It's their way of saying, hey, we know you want to go out drinking and, and fuck and lose your virginity if you haven't. But if you come here instead, uh, we'll give you pizza and a chance to win an Apple computer and or other things. They gave away a t- television. They gave away a PlayStation 4. And uh, then they hire entertainment. And I was the entertainment they hired. They hired me to go in and do a 3 a.m. show and tell jokes to the kids. Um, a three a.m. So that's what an after show in a, in a high school. That sounds like that sounds like punishment for being one of the comics that ignored. Uh, that knew what the hell Cosby was up to in the eighties. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it sounds like it, but I actually it was a lot of fun. I they used to scare me, but now I find them fun and challenging in a way. It's like okay, how can I make these kids laugh? Like what can I do that isn't you know, short of sure. selling out. Like, I want to do it with integrity. Well, I, I mean, don't these are just... kids who normally laugh at um, uh, YouTube stars just, uh, you know, like like flashing old women in the street or, like, poking dead bodies in Japan. So it's like their humor calibration is a little fucking off, man. Right, and and that's what scares me about it. That's why it's like, okay, I'm, I'm taking their money. I hope this works, you know, like, I don't want to piss off the parents. Like, I can't go in and do my normal act, like, hey, everybody, I have a penis, because that's all I really talk about, because I'm a comedian. But, so it's it's a fun challenge to try and get them to laugh on, on like, a mix of terms. Like, you don't want to sell out and be sort of Dane Cookie and jump around and, like you say, do just sort of cheap laugh shit. But you also don't want to be a dick and be like, all right, you're going to laugh at what I want you to laugh at. You have to find a middle ground, and that's what makes it fun and exciting. So but did that's you poke dead bodies in Japan? About. They're into that. Did you pander to your audience? <laughs> no, I, I poked my dead penis and said, this is what happens after you get married. There you go. Hey! So here, here's why I have hope for the kids. Um, I, I show up, and a bunch of them 
are wearing like they're they're little groups and they're all wearing matching t-shirts and i sort of notice it but i don't really pay attention i'm like okay that's interesting and after the whole show is over uh several of them come up to me all wearing the same t-shirt and they just start asking me about what it's like to be a comedian and how off do i have to, did i have to change my set to perform for them what did the parents want you know was i allowed to swear and i said obviously but either way i asked them i said hey you're all wearing the same t-shirt what what's up with that and they said well we had a dodgeball tournament tonight uh so everybody designed their own t-shirt and as they were explaining that i looked up and saw something I hadn't seen yet, which was five kids all wearing shirts that said Ball Hub. And the reason that's funny is because it was in the Pornhub design and the Pornhub oh, font hilarious. and the Pornhub. Yes. And so I pointed at them. I said, and that is. And the other kids said, yeah, they sort of slipped that one by the parents committee. They, <laughs> I guess the parents didn't catch that one. And that gives me hope for the future, that kids are still being subversive. They took Pornhub and turned it into their dodgeball team, and the parents didn't notice. So God bless you kids. God bless the future. Be subversive and sneak things past your parents. That made me smile and me laugh too. so Before much. Before you told me this, I was under the general misconception that uh, teenagers weren't watching porn on the internet. I see I was wrong. Yes, I, I was a little uh, surprised, too. And, and I don't know if this is good or bad, but this was mixed teams. It wasn't like four or five jock guys. There were, you know, there was, it was like two girls and three guys or three, you know, like these were all mixed teams. They, they, they weren't allowed to make teams that are like, all right, here are four guys from the football team, and you're going to play dodgeball against uh, three yeah. computer nerds. And, yeah, so it was, it was pretty neat. That's funny. Yeah, I, I wonder what that's like having just internet porn from the second you hit puberty. You know what I mean? Like, that, that's that got to just be insane. I mean, I had a lot, like, my dad had a pretty extensive uh, magazine and VHS and then DVD collection. So, I, I mean, I but that was nothing compared to just anything on, on porn and, and all of that shit. Well, I, this, this goes back to, I collected comic books back in the day, and... Back then, I don't know what they're like now. Well, also like Mad Magazine, not just comic books. Magazines back in the day uh, that were that were aimed at, I don't want to say teenagers, but probably 20-year-olds, had advertising in the back that was for pornography. And I remember buying <laughs> uh, like an 8 or 16 millimeter film with a viewfinder that you had to like hold up like a jeweler's... Um, uh, not, not like a magnifying glass, and, and so I didn't have a full-on. Uh, uh, I'm drawing a blank. Movie projector, but you 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 would sit and look at individual stills of a porn oh, wow. porn movie, and or like I said, you'd have VHS or even Betamax. That's like some 1950 yeah, now, it, it's on your goddamn phone. It's it's got to be insane, and it's it's. It's harmful. I've read enough news stories to know that it's not good because you get this distorted view of what sex is. Yeah, it sounds and, like the kind of uh, thing that people would secretly jerk off to in The Handmaid's Tale or something like that. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I had is, is old, old-timey old shit. Um, but I'm just saying that, the, that having porn on your phone um, is harmful because it distorts what your view of sex is, what your view of a relationship is. There are studies out there that say women show up on first dates and the guy's like, so do you want me to fuck you in the ass and come on your face? What's going on now? And it's like, um, no, maybe buy me dinner and get to know me. And 
we can talk about sex at a later time. Yeah, and women are so. showing up and being like, man, that five and a half inch dick is like uh, seven inches too short. What happened to the rest of the goddamn thing? <laughs> well, speaking of porn, I was going to save this one till the end as something light to finish on, depending on if we got serious. But um, uh, a Michigan man is suing his parents after they destroyed his extremely valuable, his words, porn collection, uh, according to Fox 17 in uh, uh, Michigan. Fox 17 identifies, quote, Charlie, so not his real name. He he will file a lawsuit because he's, he's, he's angry that his parents threw his porn away, but he won't use his real name. Um, so this is a guy that, that got divorced, moved back in with his parents. Um, why did they say he got divorced? Um, he had just gotten over a divorce and was... Uh, uh, it to, didn't give yeah, a lot so, of details on his di- divorce. I'm going to go on a vague uh, <laughs> limb and say character flaws on his part. Go on. Yes. I'm going to guess if you have an extensive porn collection that you are very protective of, you got to find a very, very particular woman to marry. And if you don't find that particular woman, once she finds out what's going on inside your head, yeah, it's not going to last. And uh, look, as as the parents' uh, attorney, they've hired me as their attorney on this one, um, on the cheap, because this is going to be an easy one, I want to know the details on how that came out to $28,000. I mean, it's just under $29,000, so we're, we're going to call this $29,000. We're going to round up. How the... Oh, it's, dude, I'm looking at this article now. It's such a specific number. It's $28,940.72. Like, how the fuck do you get that number? And then he's actually charging them for $86,822.16. I'm, I'm guessing he, what, multiplied that by three? Does that sound about right? No. Yeah. Does it? But yeah, I, it's something like, like that. Three. 30, 60, 90. It'd just be short of three. But either way, the the... The thing that you that you said that's funny is where do you get the seventy two cents like and why don't you just round it to twenty nine thousand dollars and to, to the listeners that aren't seeing the article it, the thing says it is an estimated value so who's the porn estimator I mean I know you have classic Ferraris or uh, you know Paul Newman Porsches yeah. or anything anything of, of like old movie sets like you have Luke Skywalker's uh, lightsaber. That you know goes up for auction, but who decides like the porn collection? That's that's something that he go to an estimator, or did he kind of decide that on? Himself? Yeah, I'm guessing there was a lot of his own. Uh, it wasn't an estimator; it was a guesstimator. Uh, him and his friend Larry, <laughs> they guesstimated, and I think they guesstimated high. Uh, that being said, since there's not a lot of details here, uh, it, it is one of two things. It's either like you said. Uh, it was it was extremely rare porn. It was like, listen, I, I didn't just have your average hustler magazines in here. I had I had the original seventy millimeter uh, film that was made of the of the movie Deep Throat. All right, this is what set the whole thing off. It was signed by the actress and and the actress's throat. She held she held the pen in her throat and signed it with her throat. This fucking thing. Very valuable. This was worth uh, $10,000.97. And and then he goes on. You know what I mean? And he's just got a bunch of autographed, rare uh, porn copies. It's either that or he's taken what he originally paid for it and charged him for that. Which, as the family's attorney, I would argue that, that, uh, you know, magazine porn and VHS porn 
depreciates significantly the day you drive it off the lot. You know what I mean? It's not, it's, it, yeah, it's, it, it, it's not wine. Porn does not age like wine. It ages, well, like a car. The day you drive it off the lot. In fact, I will say even more than a car. You know what really aged that porn well in, in terms of depreciation? Wasn't even the first time he spunked on it and got it sticky, okay? Porn collectors, they got they got disinfectants. You know what I mean? They'll work around it. What really uh, dropped it in value, a little thing called the internet. I don't know if a guy with nine boxes of porn has heard of it, but now that the internet is a thing, um, now that uh, youth groups in, in, in Alabama... Who don't want to go out on prom because they don't want to upset Jesus or whatever? Now that they are wearing matching Pornhub shirts for 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 dodgeball tournaments, no one's buying yeah, buying dodgeball. porn anymore. It's just not. So that twenty eight thousand that you paid for it, uh, you basically bought Bitcoin when it was at its peak. All right, <laughs> and then you're trying to sell it now. That's what you did, man. You bought porn at its peak. And you tried to sell it about 20 years after the internet got big. What the fuck are you doing? Well, two things. One, I did the math, and you are correct. Uh, $86,822.16 is three times the Bam, amount. Bam, look at that. Exa- I'm like so, the fucking Rain Man without any of that stupid stuttering. Just genius stuff. <laughs> you are. You, you nailed that. Definitely, uh, definitely two, three times. You, even without the internet... Take the internet out of the equation. You nailed something in your in your uh, hilarious and lovely rant. VHS. I have four VHS ta- no three five VHS tapes downstairs that I keep just for me. I have the original Star off Wars to it, trilogy. I burst through the doors in an Indiana Jones hat, like don't do it, Timo. It belongs in a museum, yeah. and then I grab them and run out. Not porn. I have the original Star Wars trilogy oh, on VHS before Lucas started fucking with them. I have a police video that they never transferred to DVD. It's called Police Around the World when they were touring in 1980 on Zenyata Mondata. And I have the original Heathers movie uh, before it got sold to a different company. It, it's a long story, but I, like it's an original copy of Heathers that has gone through many. But here's the thing. I know they're all valueless. I looked up, when I discovered the Star Wars VHS tapes, I went, huh, these are the originals before I started fucking with them. I wonder if they're worth anything. I looked on eBay. They're not. They're VHS. Take the internet out of the equation. DVD, fuck, before DVD, Laserdisc, then DVD, then Blu-ray, all of these things knocked VHS out. So you can say it's classic VHS porn, but at the same time, Nobody has a VHS player anymore. It's just a box that's going to sit on the shelf that you can look at and go, yeah, I own yep. that. you got to smash a museum case to get a VHS player anymore, man. They're done. Exactly. At least with like memorabilia like a lightsaber, it, there's something to look at. Um, what I think is funny about this story, there are many things. First of all, uh, the prosecutor, when he tried, when, when, the, when the kid, when Charlie said, I'm angry at my parents, they destroyed my porn, I was living with them because I got divorced, um, they destroyed, and here's, here's my favorite. Also, the, Charlie so sounds like the, prosec- the perfect name for someone who'd be seen, suing for this, but uh, anyway. Anyway, the, the prosecutor declined to press charges. He said, I want to charge my parents. They destroyed my porn. You need to press charges and send them to jail. And the prosecutor went, uh, no, not going to do that. 
So he's hiring a private uh, attorney to uh, sue them for damages because the prosecutor is not filing charges. It's a but good thing Michael Avenatti's still getting work these days. You know what I'm saying? He needs it <laughs> to pay back Nike. So, yeah, I, 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 it's, it's good what this kid's doing. But he the, the, the two things the dad said... Uh, one, I did this for your own good because this is damaging to your mind, which is kind of what we talked about earlier, a little bit in passing. But two, he said, I have told you in the past that if you bring that shit into my house, I'm going to destroy it. So instead of putting the porn collection into a storage shed, he took it to his parents' house. They found it and said, nope, I told you I was going to destroy Like. Jake, you don't have kids. I have kids. And I tell you, that is a threat that is used constantly. If you leave this fucking toy out, I'm going to throw it away. If you don't put this goddamn toy away for the millionth goddamn time, one more time I have to tell you about this fucking toy, I'm throwing it in the goddamn garbage. Maybe with less swearing, but still. It's just with this kid, he's an adult, and the toy was poured, and the dad warned him, I'm going to destroy him. And he was doing a stupid divorced guy math in his head, and he was like... Wait a minute. We never signed a contract that said he'd destroy my porn. I got him in the red tape, and he's taking him to court. <laughs> but then my final thing is this this kid, this Charlie, is obsessed. The One of the last, not last lines, but it's down toward the bottom. Um, he was kicked out of high school for selling pornography to the other students. I mean, so how, this, this, this kid has to be old. They don't give an age there's there's no age on this guy. Sure. But you know, if you're selling porn in high school, that's not within the past ten years when it everybody wasn't, had unless an he's iPhone. a very good salesman. I mean like the um like the old saying <laughs> he could sell a nickel for a dime, that kind of thing. Uh there's all the yeah. the millennial version of that is he could sell uh VHS porn to someone with a smartphone, you know? And I think that's this guy. I think he's a good salesman. And if that's the case, I think he's gonna uh, he should hire himself as his own attorney and he should win this fucking lawsuit. He he's that guy, uh what was that documentary we watched where the, the, the family, the guy fucked the mom, fucked got a hand job from the dad because oh. he was trying to groom him. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it. That guy I neither do I, but remember the his brother hired him as a used car salesman, and the, the joke we made was, well, yeah, if he can talk a, 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 a married couple, the mom into fucking him and the dad into giving him a hand job, of course he's going to be able true. to put someone into a used car. That's a salesman. Yeah, th- this guy's a salesman. He can sell VHS tapes to kids that have smartphones. That's, yeah. You need to get him into sales. I would, you know, and... Okay, if it is if it is super valuable collector porn, and and it's just one of those things that it's appreciated with 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 value because there's just weird groups of like horny billionaires that just buy this stuff and collect it. Um, I like the idea of his parents breaking it, having no idea how valuable it is. Because one time uh, when I was in high school, I had a friend of mine that was selling like a, a pretty decent amount of coke, and he had uh, he was staying at his girlfriend's place. Who his girlfriend weren't the kind of people who like partied a lot in high school or, or that kind of thing. I mean, I'm sure they drank and smoked a little bit of weed or whatever, but they didn't know much as far as hard drugs. And he had like a couple ounces of coke, which is kind of a lot, you know. And uh, he, it's a lot. So they found it. And they just flushed it down the toilet. He had fronted that from somebody. So he now owed them like thousands of dollars that he couldn't sell and pay back. And they just, but but they didn't know. You know what I mean? They just found a baggie full of powder. And they're not looking, you know, unless you bought fucking Coke and you're like, oh, wow, this is more expensive than truffles. (laughs) Like, you don't, 
You don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're just like, oh, this is this is disgusting stuff, and I don't want it in my house. Um, what would Nancy Reagan do? And you're just flushing it down the toilet, not realizing that some fucking meth head gang in a trailer park is going to come after your kid for that, you know? And that maybe that's what's happening. I think I, I like the idea of her smashing rare porn memorabilia. And this guy going, God damn it, that was the only way I was going to pay off the mob who was with my, my rare porn stash. You know, I'm, I'm in debt. I'm in debt to the Gambino family. He had the, uh, f- the, the dildo version of a Fabergé egg. I don't know what it would be, but he had the rare Fabergé yes. egg dildo. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and all, but that being said, it's totally not that way. He did his own guesstimating based off of he was doing retail prices before the depreciation, before he made it crusty, and before uh, Steve Jobs gave us the internet to jerk off to. So uh, what I would do as a prosecutor is I would just sit there. I would go, I would go, like the jury would hate this. I think there'd be one guy in the back of these 12 that was just laughing his ass off the whole time, and I would just be like, Mr. Uh, Charlie, I got a lot... I have the uh, volumized list uh, that you're suing your parents for. Why don't you go ahead and uh, read me the first of these titles that uh, is worth $30 for a VHS. Oh, that would be uh, Nina Hartley's Anal Invasions, Volume 7. Nina Hartley's Asian Inva- uh, Anal Invasions, Volume 7. Uh, Siri, will you get on YouTube porn and pull up Nina Hartley's Anal Invasions, Volume 7, and then boom, I would just pull everyone up for free on YouPorn right in front of the jury and be like, this, this VHS was worthless. I can get all of this on YouTube. <laughs> Baby, you want to tell me another one, Mr. Charlie? Uh, yeah, that'll be um, Debbie Does Atlanta. Debbie Does Atlanta, Siri. Pull it up on YouPorn. And I would just, I would pull up every single one of his porns that he listed on YouPorn for free in front of the jury. I have... Um personal story uh, about what you just said um a personal relation my dad is a hoarder and uh i didn't realize this because i didn't know what a hoarder was until like my 20s i just knew that he stacked shit and kept shit and it was really fucking annoying and it's a disease and whatever um but he what you just described he does with jazz when i was a kid growing up uh there was a jazz radio program on like uh whatever the equivalent is of public access radio, like uh, college radio stations that just, where where you have your own format, not formatted radio of commercial radio, but college radio, where from one to three, it's heavy metal, and from three to six, it's jazz, and from six to nine, it's alternative German industrial, you know. Um, So my dad had a reel-to-reel recorder, old-school tape recorder, reel-to-reel, and he would rush home and record the jazz radio show saying one day these these songs are all going to be lost and i will have the collection mm-hmm. and it's like well it's on the radio so someone obviously has it right. but i didn't argue with them no one at the radio station he, ever thought of this it goes up into the ethers and then they make more jazz tomorrow <laughs> that's all we got for jazz right but so what happened was um when in when he got done recording reel to reel as technology progressed he kept changing. So he had reel-to-reel, then he had cassette tapes, then he started using recordable CDs, all the while not realizing that, hey, you're recording the same shit, and you're saying it's going to go away, and you're trying to preserve it 
and now he has stacks and stacks of shit, and it's all on Spotify, and it's all on the internet, right. and he, he, he has all these reel-to-reel tapes and all the cassettes, and they're just stacks and stacks of them, and it's one of those things where you, you have no... And so what you said about uh, the, destroying the Coke that's valuable that you didn't realize was valuable, when my dad dies everything is going into a dumpster like because he's my dad and i have like a weird relate like you grow up with him and someone from the outside could say "Ooh, there's probably a hidden diamond in that treasure of trash in that in that pile of trash there's a probably i don't look at it that like like that i look at it as my entire life of him just saving garbage and this is just one segment of garbage yeah. so yeah i i might when he he goes be giving something up because it, it's all going to go into a dumpster because I refuse to sort through it and see if there is one hidden jewel among the trash. But so be it. If I miss selling one, it, it, it'll be worth it to me for the mental uh, freedom of just throwing all that shit out. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just ridiculous, man. All right, changing gears. Um, do you watch Bill Maher at all real time on HBO? Yeah, yeah, I catch episodes here and there. I listen to the podcast. We have HBO, so I, I, but I, for some reason, I don't watch it. I just put it on when I'm at the gym every Saturday. Is there a podcast every, of the whole show? They do a podcast of the whole show. It's is really it free nice. or do um, you have to have a subscription? To, no, it's no free. Shit. That's what's weird is I have an HBO subscription, but I listen it, to the podcast It, it, it lends itself well to audio, that show. It does, except for new rules when they do a visual yeah, gag yeah. at the end. That's true. He'll throw a picture up, and I, I, I won't get that. it, so maybe I'll pull it on. The- Either way, every almost every week on Real Time, at some point, he will say, I wish Democrats would go on Fox News, because you have to pierce yeah. their bubble. Uh-huh. You can't just talk to your base. You have to talk to both I'm sides. I'm glad Bernie and he, did it. Whenever, yeah. And that's what I was bringing up. Bernie went on Fox and they said that the ratings were through the roof and the Republicans that were listening to him agreed with him on health care. And Bernie did this uh, when he was running in 2016. I don't know if you remember. He went to Jerry Falwell's Liberty University and spoke to them and said, look, we can disagree on gay marriage. But let's just talk about economics and making life better for all of it. Like, I'm not a Bernie bot, and I didn't vote for him. But the I guy did love is me some Bernie. Love him. And, but he's doing the right goddamn thing. He is not just talking to the bubble. He is going to the other side and reaching out to them. And because he did it on Fox and the ratings were so big, now other Democrats are thinking of doing it. It looks better, but he clearly didn't learn from last time. What he should have been doing is giving speeches to the uh, 700 superdelegates. Now, that's what Hillary was doing while he was doing that, (laughs) and it worked out well for her. She gave speeches to the superdelegates, the secret leaders of the Democratic Party, and the lizard people. And those speeches went very well, and she got the nominee. Well, it didn't work out in the long run for her, but... but I'm just saying that, man, it, it, it's just refreshing, just refreshing to see someone try and dialogue across the political divide, saying, we have differences, yes, but what do we have in common? What do we have in common? I get it. You don't like gay marriage. You don't like abortion. But those are wedge issues. Those are used specifically to try and get people to vote on one item. Let's talk about your personal life, your economics. What affects you? 
two guys having butt sex in the apartment next door does not affect you. Maybe you don't like it. Fine. I do like the idea I, I think of it's one great. guy standing up going, "No, listen, I I rent the apartment next to me. It's 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 a rental property, <laughs> and I'll tell you, this this gay couple with their Craigslist orgies, man, they completely ruined every all the carpets just ky, I, just ky'd out, man. I had to replace the whole goddamn thing." <laughs> Uh, so I, I don't have much to say on it beyond that, 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 that I hope other Democrats follow Bernie's lead and talk on Fox News and reach out across the aisle. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. That's, that's what you have to do. It's, uh, the, the rest of them will talk a big game. It's, it's one thing to go in front of your own audience and fucking talk fire and brimstone against the right. But it's like, dude, you're, 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 you're in your home stadium giving a fucking uh, a rally speech before the game. That's all you're fucking doing. Like, that's, that's easy. Yeah, and and it swings both ways. I it's all Trump does is pander to his base. I I like the fact that Bill Weld has gotten into the election. That has announced he is running for the Republican nomination. That's He's true. not going to get it. The Re- the Republican Party is probably going to hound him out. But I like to see that wait, there's there a Republican is there is a Republican. Saying, wait a minute, I missed this. What's going on with him? Bill Weld, the former governor of Massachusetts, uh, when I lived in Boston, he was governor and. He got elected by the widest margin. And Massachusetts, liberal Democrat Massachusetts, elected a gov- Republican governor and then re-elected him. But he's a former he, governor, right? He's a former governor. He ran on the Libertarian ticket. Is he, is he ticket currently at, in any uh, seats right now? No, no. Okay, he ran yeah, on so the that's libertarian why he's doing ticket. it, man. Nobody, nobody sitting anywhere would, would actually do it right now. He's, he's hoping right, to whether right. he's hoping after Trump is out of office, he can then run in a place that's a little more moderate and fucking, yeah. No, he doesn't. He, he he literally. You listen to him talk. He doesn't give a shit. He just wants to do what's right, and that's what he is. What is would be known as a classic Republican, smaller government. Oh no, he said I don't doubt out, that he that he, he's against. Yeah. He's absolutely against Trump. It's just that he, he doesn't have as much to lose. Like that's that's why a lot right, of these exactly. people aren't doing it. It's because they have shit to lose. This guy. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. Right, yeah. And this will, after after this wave of, we have to fall in line behind Trump because we may not agree with everything he does, but we hate the Democrats more. After that wave is over and somebody else is kind of at the helm, uh, or, you know, it's it's a little bit more of an open field, that's when that guy's going to capitalize on this. Like, listen, I didn't fucking fall in line behind that crazy orange bastard who wasn't a real Republican. And, you know, yeah. No, I don't think you'll yeah, see a yeah. sitting a sitting congressman, governor, mayor, fucking no, alderman, no. like whatever. I don't think you'll see any of them run against. No, them. they don't want to piss off their no. base and not get exactly. reelected themselves. And speaking of reelection, this has nothing to do with anything. And I didn't send you the story because it's just a poll. Or he wants to sell but, books, uh, dude. They, I think that's where the fuck. That's where the shit is, man. Why you want to wake up at six a.m. every day going to some fucking office trying to hear about the city's problems? You got to sell books talking about how you're the real McCoy. I think that's what this guy's trying to do. <laughs> anyway, quickly, there was a poll that was released. Uh, it's just, it's disappointing, and we're two years away, and I'm not even get. But they did a poll in Alabama, and uh, if the election were held soon, uh, Alabamans would want to vote for Roy Moore again. So uh, they, they voted Doug Jones by the sm- 
smallest margin because he's a Democrat in Alabama. But uh, I guess that whole he likes to fuck kids and sexually harass kids and and is a pedophile. Uh, Alabama's gotten over that because among all Republicans eligible to run for the Senate in 2020, uh, Roy Moore is in the lead. Wow. What the fuck is wrong with you, you, Alabama? You'd think that the Republican base down there would have seen like he's the only one. To fucking lose to a Democrat, probably since the 60s, I, I would imagine. And it's because of the kid fucking thing. Let's just get somebody else on the ticket, you know? You would think. How fuck? What right. the hell are these other guys fucking, you know? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are they sticking their dicks in? I don't even want to know. Good goddamn question. All right, Jake, we owe um, an America, America an apology. I can't even... Was it... what? Last week, we did a story on... I don't remember what state. Was it Kentucky? A state made bestiality illegal, and we made fun of it saying, yeah, welcome to 2019 or whatever, you know. Well, we were wrong, Jake. You rewatched Shape of Water, didn't you? Uh, No, but uh, Louisiana needs to get on the ball. A patrolman from Louisiana is accused of sexually abusing his police dog, and over 20,000 people have signed a petition for his prosecution. Um so, yeah, patrolman charged with 20 counts of sex abuse against a police dog. I read dog. the article. I'm waiting to hear both sides of it. <laughs> Could have gone either no, way. No fast Could have gone either way, man. It's, but I, I guess I'm saying that Louisiana, step up your game. Join, join Kentucky. We, or maybe is he being prosecuted because there are anti-bestiality laws in Louisiana? I don't think the article said... Um, but yeah, the, 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 maybe America does need... The only uh, quote we, we from always the, talk the about sheriff in there was, was that bitch is lying. And I think they more put that as a joke. <laughs> well, I think that uh, we always talk about smaller government. We don't need big government. I think maybe we do need a federal law that is uh, anti-bestiality. I think they I, should propose a bill just Shepherd. to see who argues against it. Because uh, that's the person that's going to lose the next election. You know what I'm saying? Because I would, I would beat them. Just like I would run against them and win. I don't care where where they are. I don't care what their seat is. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm going to yep, be a one issue candidate. I, I'm going to beat them just with the I was just going to say. Let me guess your stance. Vote for I don't Jake. Fuck dogs. I, I fuck humans. You know what I mean? And that's it's just going to crush. <laughs> it's it's going to crush. And any any questions they ask me in the debate? Hey, how do, how do you feel about the uh, the border wall? You know, and I'll be like, what? Oh, I, I I don't know. I haven't really been keeping up on it because I've been busy uh, banging uh, people that are my own species. I'm sorry, I haven't. I've uh, been keeping up on the issues. Hey, how do you feel about the Affordable Care Act? What's that? I couldn't hear you over the sound of me fucking a human being and not not a dog like my opponent. Hey, what's your plan to fix the economy? I'm going to fuck human beings until the economy gets better. Uh, that's the opposite of my opponent. So vote for me. Last week, you made a, hol- an hol- a hilarious joke. Um, we are talking about uh, the Temple of Satan and uh, bestiality law. So it was two weeks ago that we talked about the state. Um, and Jack said that um, a part of the Temple of Satan is you have to be able to give consent, and animals can't give consent. And you said, what about a parrot? Fucking genius. Um, that, that was just like, like when to... uh, when the, the, the guy beat the devil with the, in the fiddle match. You know what I'm saying? I beat the devil with the animal fucking rule that he's got down there. Fire in the mountains, <laughs> run, boys, run. Well, I would like to expand on that in a very uh, disturbing way. Uh, the, the animal that this, this, this police officer abused was a German shepherd. Um, 
generally speaking, you don't fuck with German shepherds. They are known as protectors for a reason. They will jump on your ass and bite your ass. So I'm not saying the German shepherd gave consent, but, you know, if the German shepherd doesn't want to do something, it's going to bite your ass. So who's to say that the German shepherd wasn't asking for it? That is true. Um, I mean, mine a little more on the nose, ironically, man. This is really starting to go down an angle of like We're really starting to become <laughs> the dog fucking defense podcast. We're going to, I mean, yeah, we do need to grow our listeners, sure. But uh, I don't know if that's the angle I want to go, man. But I, I don't know. I would say you could well, be trained to give consent, I suppose. Roll over. <laughs> you stand stand up it's, sit 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 spread eagle it's not don't tell no one it's it's not it's not that i want to be the pro dog fucking podcast but here's the thing now you got to find your niche I, you, I get it i get it we got to find our niche it, as a right podcast. there yes right when you find a specific topic and you 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 stick to it the people that support your topic will find you and yeah we do news that's our thing we make fun of the news but a lot of people do that. Maybe it's time we narrow our focus. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying is maybe we narrow our focus, and then we get a dedicated fan base. Yeah. Rollover Beethoven, I think, should be the new name of this podcast. <laughs> all right. One more story, and then Jake has to get to work. Um, most samples of Spanish cannabis contain traces of human poop. So, um, if you are in Europe and you want to get stoned, head over to Amsterdam, because if you are in Spain, you're smoking poop. You are smoking human feces, and they're saying that uh, they got E. coli in there. So, you are burning and uh, inhaling E. coli into your lungs. So, well, at, at some levels, are 500 times higher than those allowed by U.S. law for cannabis for fruit. So, so, if you have a fruit, you have to wash it, because if you have traces of E. coli, that's bad. Spanish pot has 500 times the uh, legal amount of E. coli that is on uh, an edible item. Yeah, uh, no one, and, and, and you know, a little bit of genius on the part of the of the weed growers there. They were thinking, listen, where are the cops not checking for hydro, hydroponic lamps? Sewage treatment facilities. Let's let's fucking start. <laughs> we got to start growing there. And I, I, I see their point. They they weren't looking at the downsides, and this is what you get, Spain. That shit is es no bueno. I I didn't see in the article. Did they say how poop was was getting in there? Is that uh, it? it no, nope, which means my guess is as good as theirs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the cultivation of cannabis is uh, is legal in Spain. The cultivation traffic in public is not, but you can grow it. So they're saying that. Oh my goodness! See, like, here's the problem. Um, I was going to guess fertilizer, that if you're growing it, maybe you... But then again, you usually use manure, cow poop. But they are, they're guessing right here that uh, it was smuggled in from abroad in people's bellies. But that's heroin balloons. Yeah, you how would have to... Do you uh, have again, to, that, well, you know how he's talking about the mom not realizing how much cocaine is worth and just flushing you know, thousands of dollars worth of... Yeah, this is the opposite. Yeah. This is a, you'd have to smuggle so much pot in your yeah. ass or belly in a heroin balloon. That doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, like, uh, listen, what I need you to do is I need you to shove this up your ass and take a plane. We could get $200 for this. <laughs> like this <laughs> thing. We could almost cover the price of the plane yeah, ticket. I 
I got. I I I know you're thinking we're going to lose money on the plane. I have frequent flyer miles buildup. So here's some oh. painkillers. Here's a condom. Here's some lube. And here's a here's a, a, a quarter pound of weed. Godspeed. I'm going to steal your old joke from the other week. Your not old joke, but a joke. You you know whose idea this was? The guys that made Movie Pass. Yeah. the worst drug smugglers in the world all right we know heroin is very profitable so you shove it up your butt we're gonna do this is yeah this is what they're doing now that movie pass is failing they're 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 doing this and sadly this is going way better for them than movie pass (laughs) (laughs) than movie pass did (laughs) all right that's what we got jake's got to get to work thanks for listening jakevevra.com nathan Timmel.com. I got to remember to give those names up front for people that are tuning in for the first time. Got to give us better introductions. But either way, we are the Idiots on Parade. Please, uh, if you are listening to us and you do enjoy us, uh, tell your friends to listen to us. Share us. Uh, when, when you see a link, just hit that share button on social media. Retweet when you see us tweeting our, our weekly broadcast. It's free. It doesn't cost you nothing, and we don't fill up our time with commercials telling you to buy shit. Completely free, unsponsored. So write reviews about us, and thanks for listening. And we don't fuck dogs. That's a lie. And we don't fuck dogs. (laughs) 